0: Hello from beautiful Vancouver Island and welcome to the podcast series, Soul Conversations with me, Mia. I have created it in honor of your journey of expansion, personal growth, transformation and awareness. Each episode highlights a challenge we often face and the advantage of understanding it. It also sheds a light on why we reliably show up from ego and fear rather than from love and authentic self. I hope you enjoy and remember to subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Conversations with Mia. Today we're going to talk about failure isn't your greatest fear, but fear could be your greatest failure. When I work with clients, regardless of which area of life we're focusing on, We always start by distinguishing their greatest fears, the client's greatest fears. And then we follow that up with the strategies that they use to protect those fears, because those are generally pretty typical. And then finally, we identify what the client is missing out on in life because of those fears. And this is sort of the start of the foundational work that creates massive change for each client because we can't change what we don't acknowledge and fears usually live in our blind spots. Now fears typically hide out in four different areas of life, money, health, career, and relationships with self and with others. And the top three fears are generally failure, disappointment, and loss, followed closely by not being good enough, being judged, and not being loved. There are of course many more fears such as spiders or snakes or flying open water, cancer, waterfalls, babies, monkeys, the color red, closed spaces. I mean, the list just goes on on and on and on and on. It's also helpful to recognize that the five universal core fears are the fear of abandonment, the fear of loss of identity, the fear of loss of meaning, the fear of loss of purpose, and the fear of death, including the fear of sickness and pain. And most of the fears I listed earlier fall into one of these universal areas. Now, the most incredible thing about fear is that it is created in our mind, sometimes for extremely insignificant reasons and other times for very obvious reasons. Either way, those fears eventually become our external reality. And those fears, whether they are real or imagined, are what hold us stuck and keep us from experiencing the life that we desire. The the acronym FEAR is often recognized as fear everything and run, or false evidence appearing real. We think it and we believe it, therefore it's true. But just because we think something or believe something does not mean it's true or real. Like every plane we get on will crash, Our thinking creates a story, and then we look for real-life proof, or false evidence appearing real, to make the story real, like statistics on plane crashes versus UFO crashes. And when we find that proof, then the story becomes more real, and we become more and more stuck in the reality of that feedback loop. Some very common examples include the fear of not having any money, fear of being alone, fear of being seen, fear of failing in other people's eyes. Fear of not being loved, fear of losing someone, fear of missing out, fear of being judged by others. That used to be a big one for me. Fear of not being heard, fear of not being special, or fear of being too special, fear of telling the truth, fear that the truth will hurt, fear of abandonment, fear of success, fear of being fully alive, fear of lack of recognition, fear of connection, fear of disappointing others, fear of flying, fear of open spaces. Now, fear of flying could mean maybe that the person never travels or sees the world ultimately or ultimately doesn't see the world, limiting their experiences to maybe ground travel or maybe no travel at all. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just sharing what the reality may be. Fear of love could mean the person avoids relationships, is lonely, falls for people who are unavailable emotionally, settles for unhealthy relationships, never has kids, avoids commitment. A fear of criticism could create a perfectionistic personality or a combative personality. It might mean they never reach for the stars, but instead settle for all the hand-me-downs. Fear of change could mean the person settles in all areas of life, never really reaching their potential or their dreams. And this often leads to sadness, anger, bitterness, laziness, excuses, and a life that's based on settling, or even worse, numbing fear of no money could mean the person lives life believing in lack and limitation which always leads to more lack and limitation and just like we create our fears in our mind we can learn to manage them we can learn to minimize them and we can even overcome them but first we have to recognize and acknowledge them awareness is always the first step toward change of any kind We cannot change what we do not know, what we do not acknowledge, what we do not understand. All those sayings, what we focus on grows. Energy flows where your thoughts go. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. They all say the same thing. Now, on the bright side, another acronym for fear is face everything and rise. So what lives on the other side of your your fears? Well, I can tell you after doing this work for so long that it's life. That's what lives on the other side of your fears. It's life and power and possibility and potential. It's desired reality and excitement and love and travel and curiosity. It's happiness. It's peace and freedom and contentment. Had I let all my fears over my life win, I wouldn't have the life I have today. I never would have gone to a remote part of Africa by myself. I never would have cycled down the west coast of the United States. I never would have gone to the Umbara village off of Panama City alone. I never would have left my first marriage or sold my business or remarried or had a kid or started a new career. I never would have met some of the people I've met. I never would have walked away from some of the unhealthy relationships in my life. I wouldn't have started a podcast. (laughs) I never would have spent a year with a spirituality coach. I never would have said yes, 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 to so many things. Instead, I would have said, nope, 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 or I'll think about it, or maybe, or not right now, or not yet, or someday, or that's not for me, or I'm waiting for X, Y, Z, blank, you fill in the blank. In the examples I just shared in my life, I, I had many different fears. I was afraid of being alone, of being unloved, of failing, of getting hurt, or worse, of getting lost. I had fears of never seeing my family or friends again, of losing my friends, of running out of money, of having no money, of living in a cardboard box, being kidnapped, so on. And I still did I still did all of those things anyways. Uh, if you haven't listened to Africa, a fine line between thin and stupid, sometimes your fears, sometimes when you have fear, stupid could ride shotgun. Let's just put it that way. I actually have an unreasonable fear of open water. And I have no idea where it came from other than I think I probably drowned in a past life. And whether you believe those concepts or not might be for an entirely other episode. But that irrational, morbid, overwhelming fear of open water can be almost paralyzing for me. I'm absolutely certain there are dead bodies below me or demons lurking that are going to eat me and I'm absolutely serious. That's what my brain thinks. But I still kayak and I still open water swim and I even used to do some, uh, some triathlons. I've just had to learn to put strategies in place to manage that fear so, so I don't miss out on the things that are important to me. Like kayaking the Broken Group Islands with my husband to find sea glass on a remote island in 30-degree weather. Or to compete in a triathlon with my best friend or go river tubing with family or friends. Or canoe up a remote jungle river to a stunning waterfall. I am scared shitless, let me tell you. So here's some things I've learned to put in place. I don't look down into the water. I don't let my hand touch the water when I'm paddling as best as possible. And if I'm open water swimming, I close my eyes and I only open them when I lift my chin up to spot to make sure I'm going in the right direction. Oh, also, if I have a nice cold cider, my fear usually softens a bit. So yes, I sometimes numb that fear. And it's all good because this allows me to experience the things that I want to experience in this, life, in this lifetime in the face of fear. There's someone out there with the life you are wishing for and dreaming of because they take action in the face of their fears. They don't necessarily ignore, numb, or eliminate their fears. They just choose to take them along on the journey. They work to create strategies to manage the fears, or they look at the fears for what they are, unreasonable reactions to life experiences. And You might want to, if you haven't already, listen to my previous podcast called How Did I Get This Way? Because it really, really helps to explain how we develop our fears, our limiting beliefs, and our life experiences. It's a beautiful story called The House of Being. So what if the move you're most afraid to make is the one that will change everything for you? I believe very strongly the hardest part of change is making the big decision, whatever that happens to be. It could be in health in career, in money, in relationships. And then, the details always have a way of figuring themselves out. What, o- what often happens with scary decisions is we try to figure out all the details before making the big decision, and this just leads to analysis paralysis, or procrastination, or settling, or even worse, nothing. I never thought about how to remedy anything once i got on the plane to Africa. I just figured I'd figure it out one step at a time. Same with divorce, same with a second marriage, same with starting a new career. Your gut knows what the right decision is. Your brain just likes to override it. And your instinct and intuition, intuition know what is the right next move. Thinking just stops the progress. And you know what is the right decision. And it's perfectly okay and perfectly normal to fail. Failure is one of our greatest ways to learn, to pivot, to grow, and to change. Everything I failed at, I've learned more than I lost. And trust me, I failed at a lot of things. And at the time, some of the failures I experienced hurt for sure. It hurt my pride, my confidence, my thinking, my beliefs, my attitude. And each failure also gave me motivation, commitment, and a renewed sense of curiosity and determination. So every time something doesn't work out the way you expect it to, it can be thought of as a lesson rather than a failure, or a not yet, not now, or not this. Sometimes the universe has a bigger plan than your little idea, and sometimes you have to let go of the outcome in order to let go of the expectation that's attached to that outcome. That expectation can weigh you down like a big freaking grudge. So I call this episode, Failure Shouldn't Be Your Greatest Fear, But Fear Could Be Your Greatest Failure. Life is totally about opportunities and possibilities. It's about embracing as much of the journey and the adventure as you possibly can within the framework of the life you have either been given or have chosen. The life we all desire is based on three things, our thinking, our choices, and our actions. We can choose to stay stuck in a reality that is shrouded in fear, or we can choose to take the fears with us as we look at life from a different perspective. And this is the powerful form of coaching that I do and I love doing. It's supporting people who are ready to travel up the ladder of awareness So that they can see and experience their life from a higher awareness. One that distinguishes their fears and then moves them out of the way so they can finally achieve the thing they've been thinking about or talking about, sometimes for years. It may be in the area of money, like getting out of debt and just keeping in mind that money is all about how you prioritize, just like time. Time and money hold the same energy and it's all about how you prioritize It could be in the area of career, like starting a business. It could be in the area of health, like running a marathon or competing in a Spartan race. Or relationships, like letting go of the one that's an energy leak. Or learning how to accept and love self. So if you know that your fears are holding you in a box that you no longer fit in, then reach out to me for a free connection call and we can discuss what your first step will be. You just have to click the link in Linktree in my social media bios or or just email me at lifecoach at miajarrett.com. As always, I want to thank you for listening and sharing and growing. And I'm excited to announce that the next episode will be called What Did You Leave Behind in Order to Move Forward? which is totally connected to this episode. So make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode.